David Chance presents to you the morning meetup. Do you have an idea you need to get off the ground? Are you a small business owner looking to earn supplemental income or replace your current income? Come and join the most amazing mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs live with David Shans himself. That's right. This is not pre-recorded and it's not a replay. This is live every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern. In addition to the live calls, you'll also receive a weekly individual Q&A call, a private Facebook community, access to all call replays, and access to David's list of resources and contacts you need to be in an environment of success so head over to themorningmeetup.com today for your one dollar seven day trial that's right just one dollar for seven days of access to the morning meetup take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today themorningmeetup.com and three two one you're listening to the Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shands. Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast, um, edition with uh, David and Donnie. I'm sorry. Welcome to the edition with Donnie and David. Okay. We have an amazing special guest with us here today. Thank you. Her name is Nico Sheree, and I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. My name is Nico Cherie, and I am a tax lien specialist, real estate investor extraordinaire, and uh, cute. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you guys can't see it. <laughs> we got action. <laughs> yeah, happy. Before we get into your story, um, I just want to know how everybody's doing. First, yeah. we're going to start with Donnie. Yeah. Uh, it, all, it should always start. I, absolutely. Absolutely. How's your week? <clears throat> My week... My week has been pretty awesome. I think we say this every single time, but you know what? Like I am awesome. Nico, so how was your week? You know what? <laughs> First of all, Nico, no I'm disrespect. I'm not going to get in this fight. <laughs> no disrespect, um, because you guys care. Like the people actually care. Do you know that? I get so many comments and people who are like, Donnie, I'm glad you're having a good day. Like, I'm really glad. And people always comment on the fact that, you know, how you cut me off, you cut me short. <laughs> it looks like you want to be the lead on this. And I'm just mad you're creating a narrative yeah. for this yeah, podcast. Yeah, I am. I ain't know it's brilliant. Nobody said <laughs> 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 that. Like, he's doing it again. He's doing it again. He's doing it again, guys. <laughs> if you good. see this, comment on it. He's doing it again. Anyway. <laughs> Because the world is interested, my week was pretty fantastic. It was actually very productive. Um, I had an opportunity to do a whole lot of admin work in my back office. Mm. But you know, the, the, the key thing for me, I've been busy resting. Mm. And, Explain that. Whew, honey. So as entrepreneurs, <laughs> yeah, as entrepreneurs, and you don't even have to be an entrepreneur for this, right? You can just be a person whose life is consumed with tasks. Mm. And for myself as an entrepreneur, a lot of my days are consumed with tasks. And so I was very intentional this week about catching up on my beauty rest, right? And so, you know, I had people trying to get with me and want me to do all this extra stuff. And I'm like, nope, I am so busy this week resting. And I mean it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay. Okay. So, Nico. Yes. How was your week? Um, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> My business coach. <laughs> 
like really, you know, cleared out my business. And so it like threw me into this spiral of um, reconfiguring some things. So but it was very good, very healthy, very necessary. Um, as I was saying before, it's like I had this beautiful yacht that was just sailing along, but it was sinking because it had these major holes in it that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So she was able to point that out to me, and now we are rectifying the situation. I'm very happy. That was awesome. That's awesome. Well, yes. I just realized, um, so when, when Donnie said, y'all want to have Rico on the show, I was like, oh, that's dope. She's like, yo, she's having all the success. Mm-hmm. And then um, I think today we found out that um, that you're a client. And then I just realized it was a setup promotion. Kind of. David knew yesterday when we booked Nico that she was one of my clients who is uber successful. I, I didn't put it together until right now. <laughs> he just, he just wants to roll me right up under the bus. David, we had a we had a moment this week. How was your week? <laughs> oh my god, I love Dottie with everything in my heart. Uh, my week was good. Thanks for asking. Um, we had some some moves. I did something major this week that I'm not going to talk about. Oh, oh. I want to. I want to just do it. You know what I mean? It's it's like in social media. Fair enough. We 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 do nothing's a surprise anymore. Right. right. So yo, I just did this, and then I just did this, and once you like, like it, it, launch it, just, it. Once you launch it, it's like it was just promotion. So I'm literally intentionally winning behind the scene mm. to make sure I'm not doing it for the grand. Mm. I caught myself, like, mm. yo, I can't wait to make this move. Mm. And I saw it in my head, the post. I saw the post, right. oh, I'm going to post it like this. Right. And I said, wow, am I am I doing it because I love the game of entrepreneurship? Mm. Or am I, to show, am I doing it to impress? Now, I have right. a, a, a coaching group, and they know what's going on in my world. Right. But I'm, I'm being more intentional about like just just beating the game because I want to beat the game, not for social media. Mm. Yeah. So that's a word. So yeah, um, yeah. So I, I had a pretty good week. Uh, very right demanding. Um, obviously, in anything you're building, it's a lot of uh, right. anxiety, excitement. Tell me stress. about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have to point out, you were talking about your week this week, and I know that um, this week you and I and Marcus uh, Rozier actually had an opportunity to meet for lunch. Well, I didn't have an opportunity to meet with Marcus. Well, he, he, he nearly stood yeah. us up. I know Marcus, and he's always late. You know Marcus Rozier? Yeah. Oh, he's who actually referred you to me. And that's why they're besties, because they're both always late. Dottie and Marcus? Listen, <laughs> always. Wait a minute. And then my business partner friend is working with him, too. Is your business partner friend late, too? Do they- always on time. <laughs> and it's annoying. Just like that. <laughs> Marcus, Just like I, I am. But I have to... <clears throat> we did have an interesting time. And so David sends me a text, and he says, what are you doing today? Okay. Randomly, this is on one of my rest days, and I actually broke my rest for David. And he says, hey, let's meet up, let's have lunch, let's talk business. And I suggested that he invite Marcus Rozier. Marcus, I suggested 
that she he invite you. Before, but she didn't know that I had already asked Marcus to come. <laughs> okay. Proceed. Anyway, so he tries to sweeten up the, you know, the scenario and says, I'll pay. Well, anytime you tell me you're paying for food, it's where and when do I meet you? Bingo. Right? So then he proceeds to send this text that says, and tell me if I'm lying, Nico. Since I'm paying, let me give y'all these lunch on me rules for today. I just, it wasn't. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not. Listen, no steak, no drinks, no appetizers, no dessert, no seafood, no extra sides, no extra cheese, no to-go orders, no asking the server for extra stuff that will require an extra tip, no dinner portions. I did order a dinner portion. Did, I did I, that I, so I, on I, purpose. I, 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 and I didn't want to be petty because I saw it. <laughs> uh, the server asked, you know, she's like, do you want lunch or dinner? And she just, dinner. Dinner. I'll and take I dinner. Petty, so. uh, no adding stuff to your entree. Two appetizers don't equal one meal. No ordering anything the server suggests. Because the server's going to see. If I'm paying for two people to eat, I'm just saying, I just want to let you know. Oh, it's you. I am two people when I eat, so you ain't going to want to invite me out because I eat a lot. (laughs) Yeah, there was a lot wrong with those expectations. Yo, you know what? Here's here's where. You lost me at no appetizers. (laughs) For one, for one, not saying in this case, when people know they're not paying, they order extra stuff. Okay, you think they so? Order outside of normally, normally. Well, I'm greedy. So number part two is I'm trying to free my brothers who are like trying to date people and oh get rid God. of all that anxiety. Send the list, my man. Like, yo, I want to take you to dinner. Send me that list so I can post on social media. I need to start. <laughs> I need to start a Q and A session. There's a couple things. I just want to let you know. Here's the number. Mm-hmm. Or I, maybe not a, a long list, but um, yeah, I want to take you out to eat. You know, we just go hang out. $30 limit? I would, first of all, $30 what? limit. You can't even, even do Starbucks for $30. A $30 limit, fans so, won't even cover Have you drinks. ever been on a date with somebody and y'all have your first date, y'all start meeting and all that kind of stuff, y'all get comfortable, then he like, uh, you're not doing it like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get comfortable, then they stop the process. You, you find out they're cheap later. I don't know. I, you know... I don't know if he sold food stamps to take me out or what, but all the men that I've ever gone out with, they go all out. So I have not. They don't always go all out, though. I literally haven't had that experience. I I, I date men and they, for one, I'm not a gluttonous woman, right? So maybe I'm appreciated. Yeah, I'm greedy. I mean, this thickness didn't come from nowhere. You know, you don't just get thick, you know, know, like. (laughs) (laughs) Paint a picture here, yeah. And she dates bosses, clearly. Okay, (laughs) get your extra sketch out, put it together. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. You've never experienced that? You ever experienced that? I haven't. Change a little bit? I I think my demeanor uh, sets a certain standard. I mean, I'm just like the don't play with me kind of. And I got a dusty barometer. Yeah. Yeah, I do. And and here's the thing. I was like that then. No, you were like that. I wasn't. I wasn't. wasn't. You absolutely were. So here's the thing, um, because I know the Internet's going to attack me. Let me tell y'all something about y'all nasty comments. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I don't give a damn. I don't care whatsoever, (laughs) right? Um, But let me just say this. Because of how I treat me, 
I attract people who care to treat me the same. Bingo. Way. That that has to be it because I just I'm a giver. Yeah. So I attract people who operate in the same spirit. Yeah. And so when you start getting when you start getting older or even more experienced, because you you know, there may be some of you who learn this at a younger age, but um there are just certain there there are certain things that that I deserve, right? I deserve amazing experiences. Whether he does it for me or not, it's going to get done. I deserve amazing experiences. I deserve to put fine food in my body. I don't eat BS for any reason, right? And because I think maybe even so because in this day and age you meet people who kind of vet out <laughs> I'm just waiting for him to interrupt you. (laughs) Vet you out, like on social media and stuff. I think people can kind of gauge what type of man or woman you are. Mm, And certain people just would never even approach, right? And that's not to say that we can't ever go out and just grab ice cream or have a date, you know, or, you know, some of my favorite restaurants, I'm on their email list because I'd be looking for those two for one specials and those, you know, come on Thursday, we got happy hour. I'm all for Ocean Air's. Um, happy hour on Thursday night. Oh. Yes, ma'am. That's a whole Five word. To seven. Five to seven. Okay. Yeah. I'm we we there? We yeah, there? I <laughs> because I had to go to, so I have a kiosk in Cumberland Mall, and right there is Cheesecake Factory, so I didn't want to go too far. I should have just suggested Chipotle, because how much can you get? First of all, I'm not eating what Chipotle. What is Chipotle? Chipotle. <laughs> what is that? You never ate a Chipotle? Never. What? The best burritos on earth. I don't eat can't be, out. can't be, because I love Mexican food. Yo, and you, if, you if it was no, it's fast food, is it? No, it's not fast food. What that's is Chipotle the then? Is that's that the fine kicker. dining? <laughs> you don't have a you don't have a waiter come and serve you at Chipotle, I, do you? Do you need a waiter to come and serve if it, you? If it's on his list, I'm guessing that it's probably. I got, I got a little list. Okay, <laughs> so working at the Cheesecake Factory, I was a server, and my my whole thing was taking successful people to lunch. Because I didn't have much money. I just wanted like, some advice. I'll just take you to lunch. And I don't want right. to say, yo, let me pick your brain for free. Let me take you to lunch. Fair so enough. I have this little list of places that we can link up. So I didn't want, you don't want to do like Wendy's or Popeye's because it's not professional, but Chipotle, you sit down. And it's toxic. And you go through the line. <laughs> right. You it can kill you. <laughs> They serve you like they tell what you want in your burrito. It's, this it's is fresh. sounding less and less appealing, but go ahead. No, but they got like the Nantucket nut- nectar in the back. You can get chips. It's really nice. You get your food. You get your food. I'm not it's food in a paper bag. It's it's a designed paper bag, but you can sit down or a tray or a tray. You get a you tray. I'm out it's, of it's, trays. It's a nice little conversation, or you do like a sandwich spot. Now Nukes, you ever been to Nukes? It's a no for me, dog. Nukes is good. I've never heard of Nukes. Nukes is really good. What is that? Like the Jimmy John's or something? <laughs> no. They, what, are, what are these? Like, like Super really McDonald's? What, what is so you going go on? Here's how you do it. You go up to the thing, you order your food, then you sit down, and then a server brings you your food. Like now, Steak and Shake. I, is that what they do? <laughs> yes. That is exactly what they do. Plug, no, I, I love Steak and Shake, though, for well, real. Well, entrepreneur is that you don't got a whole bunch of bread. You can't go fast food, but you you ain't going to no Cheesecake Factory and all that. Let me ask you this. This is a nice little sit-down sandwich. It's pack. called budgeting. Hmm. It's called budgeting. Fine, fine, fine dining is not exclusive. You just have to budget for it. Yeah. You can't do it once a week, but maybe you can do it once a month yep. and have the experience that you deserve mm-hmm. in your journey. Yeah. yeah, as long as you can sit down and it's not a fast food. 
Here's the thing. As long as, you don't have, as, long as it's not drive through, we're going. Mm. Uh, going to can you drive through Chipotle? No, you can't. That's the thing. You got to park your cars. It's a family restaurant. What? It's, you know, kind of like yeah. the, uh, what's Trust that one you. place? I'm, and if I go there and that, that Mexican food, no, the, ate, the, the everything that I dream, the Mexican food. Really Let me ask you about fresh that food. because it's fresh. What's your idea? So fresh? I don't want any Chipotle haters. <laughs> He's questionable at this point. I don't want any Chipotle haters. <laughs> but let me tell you, one of the reasons why I don't like Chipotle, um, one of the biggest reasons is because of how many times they have been like caught with E. coli in their lettuce. No, it was one time. It was. Oh no one. my goodness! Yeah, my phone is right here. We can Google it. One time. We can yeah, Google it. Here's the point, though. But no, people actually like die. Any, okay, okay, forget Chipotle. So you're trying to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, uh, I was allegedly, looking, allegedly people no, die. I was, I was looking for mentors, and I wanted to take them to lunch. But in my situation, I couldn't go to a cheesecake factory. I couldn't spend $60. Right. And I didn't want to go cheap either, so I had to find that middle ground. Oh, you know what I'm saying? okay. So some of my mentors, I meet them at a Starbucks. Because they like, yo, let me get some Starbucks, and I just pay for your coffee or bread or whatever. Starbucks um, is reasonable. Your yeah, coffee and Starbucks, your bread? Your uh, muffin. Yeah. Got you. Okay. So, because you can't spend too much. But I'm in a situation where I just got a job. I need information. And one, I didn't have the money or maybe I didn't have the mindset to invest that much. So, But it worked. So I would take right. my mentor, shout out to Tony Abraham. At this point, he was retired. And then he started, he was the CFO for Diddy Enterprises. All oh, nice. Companies. He was CFO for a while. And now he has a dope company called Tweedle. He'll... He'll be on his podcast. T W E E D L. I've heard of that. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's the. I remember when he started it. So he left Diddy's company to start that. Nice. nice. He's a, bri- the most brilliant man I've ever met. Really? So while I was working at the Cheesecake Factory, it's actually my best friend's uncle. Mm. He introduced me to him, and we just started doing this relationship. I was like, "Yo, can I please take you to lunch?" And he was semi. He was like retired at this point, and uh, we would just go to like little sandwich spots, and you know, nothing too expensive, but. We had such a genuine conversation. Right. He took it. And literally, that was what helped me quit my job. Really? You know what's so interesting about that is that as a woman, um, especially if you're a fairly attractive woman, um, I could never go to a man that I admired to say, let me take you to lunch to talk business. Mm. And it turned out the right way. First of all, he couldn't ask you to go to lunch to talk business and it turned out the right way. (laughs) But you can go to another woman. Like, so, for instance, as a young person they you know they women work, are challenging work, too let's say they work at chipotle just walk walk to me with this <laughs> they work at chipotle and they meet you like oh my gosh i you know i'm seeing your post on instagram stuff like that and i want to learn the game yeah. i don't have a lot but can i at least take you to lunch i'll you got to eat sometime okay can i take you to lunch yeah 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 I mean, you're not gonna require that person to take you to ruth's chris right but if they say well yeah. we meet at starbucks there's a nice little sandwich spot around the right. corner they're really good you know, you I'm not. The answer is a hard no. Yeah, a it's I, a hard no. I'm, um, I'm an, I'm an, I would rather, um, the, the whole lunch idea is good, mm-hmm. and being a foodie, um, I would rather them, if, if I'm going to do something pro bono, I would rather you lend me a skill. And that's because you got to have some skin in the game. And it can't be your bare minimum. If you can't afford to take me to lunch, I understand that. Mm-hmm. But entrepreneurship is about stretching. Entrepreneurship is about going beyond. So what is the stretch for you? You're doing the bare minimum that you could spend. You're doing you're staying within your comfort zone. You may not be ready for this 
because there's there's nothing that I do that's in my comfort zone. I'm always going beyond what it takes for me to get to that next level. So what is it? What is it when you come to me and my time is valuable? When you come to me, what is the stretch for you if you're going to do the bare minimum? Yeah, that, that was an awesome segue into the actual podcast because we've been here for mad long. And we <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we, so let's let, let's jump into the story. First off, um, maybe how y'all met? Y'all want to discuss that? Well, okay. So I, um, coming out of the pandemic, I was just having these really, really amazing runs for my business. And I had t- said to myself, um, after the around May, like, man, I'm, I'm ready to hit the $100,000 a month you know, um, goals. So I did, well, I did 95,000. And so I was really excited about that. And I'm like, but it didn't take a lot of effort to get there. So I was like, it's t- I need to push. Like what, what is it? I need a coach. I need a coach. And I'm not ashamed to say that. Like people think because I have over a hundred thousand people following me. I have millions of views on my videos on social media. You're I've lit. been featured. Oh, I'm lit. <laughs> For y'all that's listening at home, I'm lit. (laughs) Yeah, and um, featured in Black Enterprise, featured in Ebony Magazine, um, just moving. You know what I mean? But um, I was like, how long you been like in this journey of? I've been lit since birth, but okay, let's back it up. Let's back it up. I've been, I've had highs and lows. I, I can't really say there. It has been consistent. You know, I've had breaks in the, in that time period where I had to get grounded and, you know, start over again. You know, so um, and to be quite honest with you, I had a major break in my business in February um, because of the tax lien sales. The way it's structured, the area that I was investing, they shut my business down. They literally created a rule in the auction that prevented me from doing business. It was wow. intentional. What was the rule? Um, the rule was, okay, so the way that my business did, used to work before I, I reformulated, <laughs> um, I would go and bid at the auction for my clients. So I would charge, you know, several thousand dollars. I would get these huge waves of people and I raised my prices and things were like, people were like going crazy, like clamoring, like, oh my God, can you go bid at the auction for me? Wow. And nobody well, was doing that? Again, this is a niche. Wow. <laughs> like, no, they, people just aren't thinking outside the box. They're only looking at Instagram and seeing what other people are doing and doing what they see instead of thinking, okay, where can I carve out a space that works for me? And that's what I did. I carved out a space that works for me. And how I even got into tax liens was someone stole my property um, and was disingenuous. And I was like, never again will that happen to me. Never again will it happen to anyone else. And I had like five clients. Now I have like 700. So that was a couple of years ago, you know. So carving out your niche, the riches is in the niches, right? So, um um, anywho, uh, I'm losing my train of thought. Uh, so then they shut down. The, they changed the rules to completely stop me from from bidding in that area. And the reason why is because it's an up up and coming area, and um, they're really trying to get other people to come in there. When I first started looking in that area, people were like, "Oh, it's trash. It's ghetto. It's hood." I'm like, "Perfect. Sound like an investment opportunity to me." <laughs> what you mean? Oh, they shooting? Okay. Buy Let's block. buy something, <laughs> you know, and, and if you ever watch, um, what is it? The men who built America with the Rockefellers and mm-hmm. man, that joint was fire. What they say when it's blood on the street, you buy. Yeah. 
There's blood on the streets, wow, ladies powerful. and gentlemen. That's powerful. There's blood on the streets, so you buy. So I picked the niche area. What's niche about it? Close proximity to Chicago. 30 minutes from my apartment complex that I bought for $500. It's trash, but it's mine. I bought that for $500 at the tax lane. 30 minutes from door to door to Chicago downtown. Literally. I drove it. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. People think that they need to invest where they live. No, you didn't invest where the money is. Is you nuts? Yeah. <laughs> Where's the money? <laughs> Where's the money? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Like, where's where's the money? Yeah. So they they shut me down in February. I was like damn near in a depression, and then here comes you know the damn chick. Triple A equalize <laughs> COVID. Never been there. Taco Bell premium. That is exactly what it sounds like. Lord, I'm never going. But um, yeah. So here comes COVID, and I'm like, man. So I'm out, you know, trying to exercise, trying to slim down. And get my mind right. And I see this video of B. Simone, right? And she changes her whole, like, hit a million dollars in a short period of time. I'm like, I feel like I can do that. I feel like I can get a team and do that. And I'm like, but why would I do that by myself? Why wouldn't I do that with other black women? So I come up with this idea called the collective movement. I, I go on the internet and I look for women who I felt had certain appeal to them. I had one girl, Sierra Nicole. She's young. She's vibrant, really gorgeous. And I was like, I like her. Come on. I introduced the idea to her. She's like, yeah, I'm with it. I see this other chick. She's, you know, doing hair and, you know, she, she did this. And, um, you know, she really beautiful. Yeah. Nat B in Chicago. My girl. So I bring her on board. She's like, man, I'm with it. She has 100,000 followers on Instagram. She's very active. I'm watching people who have clearly a business model that's performing. So then I reach out to another individual and she's like, I'm in. So I have these women and we all come together and we started, (laughs) we came together on a Wednesday. We finished our program on that Sunday. We launched our program on that Monday. So we put together an online digital program that consisted of business credit, um, digital content, branding, and a, a bunch of other little things. We all came together. We launched a program on that Monday. Within a week, we had made over a hundred thousand dollars, and and um, we had a webinar that had people like um, Beyonce's mother, <laughs> because her hairstylist was associated with someone, and there were all these executives from. TV shows, like it was crazy. We had over two thousand people register for our webinar, and it crashes. Wow! It crashes, and so we're everybody's panicking, and and the webinar was going terrible anyway. Like everybody had got stage fright, and they were like, "Hey, people, this is," and I'm like, "What the hell? That ain't what we practice. I know, <laughs> what, what I know, <laughs> I know. It was only a couple of days, but are you nuts? I was, I was praying that the internet guys shut it down, and they did." So it crashed and everybody was disappointed. They were, they were like, what are we going to do? I said, this is what we're going to do. We're going to jump back in and we're going to do it today. So we, we set everything up. We, we, we shut it down. We got right back in there. We did it again. Everybody, they told the stories and they, and they communicated and they connected with the audience the way they were supposed to. Again, we hit a hundred K that first week. 
crazy. It was it was insane. And I was like, and that's what I'm talking about. You make history like that. Oh, for sure. You for make sure. history like that. In the middle of a pandemic, I bring together black women that can work together and achieve an outstanding goal in a short period of time. Um everyone's businesses were getting shut down they were they were stuck inside they they didn't have a you know everyone wanted a recession proof business what they did not have was a pandemic proof business mm, mm. let me let me is this your first webinar or digital product it wasn't mine. Like, you know, my whole, you know, university, the tax liens, it's all online. It's all do, you know, DIY. It's all do it yourself. So your Education. Instagram? My Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Now we get really <laughs> active on Instagram. I'm not active is, on so Instagram. I, that way into this because there are so many entrepreneurs and so many people who are so focused on the gram, the gram, the gram. And it's the only yeah. place to make money. It is not. Nico makes her money on Facebook. Facebook. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Facebook. I'm a Facebook girl. Good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think it's, it, it, it's obviously really important to you know find your find your platform. Yeah, it is. It's hard for me to like get traction on Facebook because mm-hmm. I think my Facebook is is all people that I met. On I knew up. like my friends, family when I was young, and then Instagram is a whole new world of people that I don't know. And I can get a little. Well, what's what's your Instagram? Right? So it's at Nico Sheree everywhere. So N E K O. I should totally for him. pop right up. N E K O C H E R I E R I. I'm only doing that for our listeners. Uh, <laughs> he got it. Well, he got it. I think the back end was the back I might be following you already. No, you're not. I'm, I'm not. not. Definitely, I'm gonna need that follow back. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I listen, got you. you said a couple of things that. Um, are important. Yes, um, ma'am. Did you find her, Shans? Did you yes. spell it out? N is yeah. in Nancy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you said a couple of things, and I kind of want to highlight that. Number mm-hmm. one, the first thing was that you said that your goal was to find women uh, who were performing in their business. Oh, and yeah. I think that's important because. Yeah. So many times we try to forge strategic partnerships with people who are not performing. Right. So that's sure. that's that's not a strategic partnership at all, right? So there's a difference between just coming together and partnering with a group of people yes. and then joining forces to, to join in a strategic partnership. And I think, you know, when I'm partnering with individuals, everybody has to bring an element to right. the table. Some people money, some people following, some people right. skill set, right? Some right. people serve very well. So tell, just elaborate on why the performing uh, businesses were the highlight of what you were looking for. Because I had tons of bad experiences. I know how to make money, right? Um, so I was working with individuals where I was like, oh, she has a skill. I can help us make money, right? But <laughs> if, if money is the only thing that... Um, you kind of dangle as a carrot in front of people when they're not used to making high volumes of money, especially, you know, a $20,000 in an hour or $50,000 in an hour. Um, what you're, in, what you're going to end up getting is, um, like some dysfunction, right? Mm-hmm. Because once they see the money is made, they feel like they don't need you anymore. Mm-hmm. And I had to build relationships where it was actually beneficial for all of us. Yeah. And money could not be the only reason. There had to be other factors. So when I reached out to these women who were, again, already performing, so money wasn't an issue for them. 
it wasn't about they needed to make money. It was about the relationships. And it was about, so I asked all of them, what do you need from me? What, what is it that your business isn't getting? And then I made that promise to them to take them to the next level. And then I negotiated what was beneficial to me, what I needed. Right. So I usually would go in it just for money. I can't you can't do it just for the money. Mm-hmm. Although that's that's a business goal. That's a, a given. What else is it? And so it was the relationships like um, when I was just in Chicago in Gary at my um, property and I had the cleanup crew out there. Guess what? These women came out to meet with me. They showed up and they were present in something that was 100 percent about me. And that was the significance of what was what had become of that that whole thing, you know. And I had I had in business, it's hard to find that, especially when you know you lit people come to you because they want something from you. Again, that was my thing about taking me to lunch. If 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 I let everybody take me to lunch that only has you know twenty dollars, I'd be thicker. Yeah, we'd be at lunch every day, right? You'd all day, every day. day. I'd be eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner all day, every day because they want to get close to, they want that shine. They want the clout chase and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not into that. I'm into genuine and sincere relationships that are beneficial to not just them, but to me. Mm-hmm. So when people, even when they inbox me and they say, hey, you know, I have this product I want to send to you. And I'm like, okay, what's the, what's the, what's the end for me? What's in it for me? I got clothes. I got money. What is it? What is it that I'm? How am I going to actually benefit? I see where you're going to win. Where's the win for me? So when you approach someone in business and you want to work with them or come to the table, make sure that you actually research them. Like someone came to me and said, "Oh, I do credit. I'm sis." They call me the Olivia Popper credit. I let that go. But understand this: know who you talking to. If you're going to, yes, (laughs) married to the money. (laughs) (laughs) I'm married to the money. (laughs) Yeah. What, what? Say it. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, but you know, so they have to bring something to the table. Johnny, how do you say anything? (laughs) You for my listeners, okay, the people that follow, you know how them comments get on YouTube. Ask Donnie, ask Donnie, please. Ask Donnie. What? what? And do I ever respond to said comments? You I don't. do not respond to those particular comments. Really? I'm, I'm thinking about you. <laughs> I always say thank you, but I never answer the question. I'm so private, Nico. I'm right. super private. Yeah, so sure. you only know about me what I intentionally curate for you to know about me. And right. that just is what it is, right? And I'm talking about online. So, um, you know, entrepreneurs, people say that they're an open book. I'm an open book, too. Right. I am just a I'm an open book that's well written and I've only published certain pages. Mm. I like that. And so you have to build some sort of a relationship with me. Like, why do you need to know my business? Right. right. How are you going to help me be better at what it is that right. I personally have going right. on? Or am I just satisfying your curiosity? Right. Curiosity killed the cat. Don't come over here and get satisfying. Lord, <laughs> satisfying the curiosity. That's that's quick, major. Quick segue, because I want to get into like the strategy attacks. But how does someone approach a powerful, successful woman? 
On a dating level? Yeah, on a dating level. On a dating level? Oh my goodness. Um, be for me, you have to show genuine interest in my success. Because that's what powerful women want. Okay, so I have a lot of men that send me inboxes. Don't inbox me. Um, oh, you're so attractive as if like I don't None wake up every morning. Through. None of them. Every now and then. They're not interesting. You, you, you go to that profile if the picture look right, though. If that's not at all. Let me tell you something. It's some fine fan, if you're from Chicago, fan <laughs> men that send me messages, but they have no substance. They, they, you know, I could put them all in the same category. So if you're going to approach a woman and she's successful, bring a business opportunity, present a business opportunity, present something that's going to cater to my ego as far as my business is concerned. I like that. So, you know, oh, Nico, oh, Nico, I'm going to put you on this amazing interview with this. <laughs> You know, like what, what? What do you? What do you have that's gonna take me to the next level? Because that's what I want. That's what. That's what women like me. We're passionate. We're driven. And if the only thing you're offering me is food, I'm I'm eating good. <laughs> she, it, I'm eating good. The situation, <laughs> the situation is, is, you know, what I'm saying. But I'm I'm eating. I need more meals. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. I'm But yeah, you know, yeah, it's like what you know, you know that you know men like successful men. They're like, oh, all y'all is pretty. They like, oh, can you cook? Can you clean? That's how we are. You know, all y'all is you know successful. Like, what do what do you bring into the table? So, what what are you gonna do for me? I'm a little different. I'm a little different in that aspect. I don't want you to offer me anything business related. Really? No, not in the beginning because I am so consumed typically with business, usually for me, um, and this is not to say uh, about any particular person, okay? But typically uh, for me, when I was actively, you know, dating people, I was just really looking for an outlet to just like be who Donnie is. I wanted to be soft and I wanted to be gentle and I wanted to just kind of really be sweet and loving. But how do they get to how like from his standpoint of his question, like how do you get through, especially through an inbox message? Yeah, well, how I don't does, usually meet men that way. Um, honestly, mo- when I think about all the guys that I've dated, I mean, I mean, the one guy. When I think about all the guys that I've dated, uh, oh, the Cheesecake Factory. The manifested you. Somebody manifested me. Oh, my God. And then the Cheesecake Factory, and like, he just took like a double take. He was like, oh, Donnie. And she's like, uh, I, I could tell that she didn't know who he was. She's like, oh, hey, how are you? And she's like, oh, yeah, man, just, you know, I was just, you know, just saying, hey, man, da da da. So he passed, and then. Donnie said, oh, I remember the guy. He like he was DMing me or whatever. Oh, my goodness. He probably is. <laughs> he doesn't DM me anymore, so I think he watched the first episode but, that but you called him out on. He was like, yo, I manifested this moment or something like that. Yes. So he, he was like, like, I literally manifested you. And I'm yeah. like, you can't manifest for me because we're not in alignment on that level. Um, Bingo. But for me, I typically, um, I typically meet 
people in my past, when I think about the guys that I've dated, it was always like a, ref- a reference from another friend or it was that uh, we were involved. You know, maybe we met at a conference or something right. like that. Right. So we I, t- I have never. I don't know. And if I did date you or went out on a date with you as a result of like just a random DM, please comment. Let me know. Call me out on my BS. Um, so it works sometimes. No, I can't say that me. I've ever done that. Like we usually have. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. and it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. At some type of a common interest around that, right? Right. And so for me... But I'm sorry, but DM of the common interest. 
No, so I mean that we may have been mm, familiar. Support. So we may have seen each other in a space, and and they come and DM. But for me, I don't I don't want to start off with you if I'm looking at you for business purposes, uh, uh, for dating purposes. I don't want to start off with you like with a business interest because I have done that before, and, what and you get so consumed in this idea of this power couple that you could become. What? Well, come on, Shans, what's know, that? Why my hair just? What is what is that? I don't know what that was because it's not on. While I'm I'm, I'm having a moment. <laughs> remote control situation <laughs> over there. I don't know what that was. Anyway. Um, for me, when you when you start dating someone and right out of the gate, you want the business and this and the offer like I've done that before. And mm-hmm. it's just like I'm at home telling my girls like, oh, we're going to be a power couple. Like this is what he did. He hooked me up with this. And I kind of just want to organically get to know you first. Gotcha. And then but but I do require I do require dating a certain type of man. And that's just that's just that. So what I what I get from it is all women you can't approach all women the same way. And they all do. My, my inbox looks like thousands of replications of the same message. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, literally, like, I can pick out 20 dudes and they all look exactly the same because it's, hey, beautiful, good morning. Um, I just want to send you some encouragement. No, send me some money. Now, we know that I don't need money, right? right? But here's the thing. Men are stingy with their money. So a man is only going to send you money if he has a certain type of a certain level of respect so, for you. Okay. We're not well, it's not only fans, but, you know, most men, they, they value money the way we value our bodies. Like we're different in that way. So if a man parts ways financially for you, then he he's looking at you a little bit differently than other men, especially if you're not Instagram model. Right. Because, you know, your business or they'll purchase your product, even though they don't need it. Like or they'll purchase your product and say, hey, I don't need it. But here here's a giveaway. Do this for your audience or they'll show up to my speaking engagements, you know, and and bring friends and say, hey, I want to introduce you to this person and that person. They show real support. It's genuine. And they go uh, beyond the hey, let's meet for coffee. You know, a lot of men, you know, they, they, they stay in this little pocket of what's comfortable for them. Mm. I don't want you. Mm. But you are open. To money. A man with some, though. Most definitely. Okay. Right. Look, look, no, no, no. I, I did the dusty thing. It didn't no. work for me. <laughs> I did. My, my, my dusty. <laughs> Let me get the lint out my pocket. <laughs> But Dusty is a mentality. You were Dusty, du- but Dusty time. is a mentality. Because yes, technically, so I've been a Dusty, dusty too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> dusty is a mentality for sure. Dusty is a mentality. Yes. It's really hard to like qualify. You know, it, it's really hard for women to speak about what they want. I'm in dating. We can speak about it, but it's not often received well, Mm -hmm. you know, because there's Mm -hmm. somebody right now watching this and they're they're listening to Nico and saying, oh, she's a gold digger. I was about to follow and she's this. Well, I actually am a gold digger, but I dig my own gold, sir. Thank you. Keep that in mind. Thank you. I do dig gold for myself. And again, it just gets to a point (laughs) where when you have reached certain levels, you know, I have expectations. You hear people say all the time, don't have expectations. To hell with that. I got expectations, right? right. Like I just do. Right. I like what I like. I so desire what I desire. Right? Sure. 
Um, and that doesn't make me shallow. That doesn't make me, you know, some right. person who's out for. I make my own money. Right, right? on. Um, right but on. I do. I do enjoy what the conversation is like. I do. Elevated. You know, with, with when you're dealing with people who are on a certain mental capacity, who have a certain mental capacity. I enjoy what the experiences are like right. when you don't have to worry about, oh, well, can he afford it? You know, I have a I have a I have a Chipotle daughter. Chipotle. I'm going to judge you for Chipotle. I'm not. I may not say I may not. I may not cancel the guy who offers Chipotle on the first date, but I'm definitely on the phone with my girls or in the group chat. Like, dude said Chipotle. I had to hit him back with Marcel's. Like, if, you're, if, you're, if you're gonna spend twenty five dollars or thirty dollars on a date, at least make it adventurous, like a picnic or a bike ride. First date, look, I don't give a damn. If if if, it's, if, it's, if, the, if those are the choices, picnic. Let me see. If you had twenty five dollars, and I don't plan on ever having it. <laughs> It worked for me in terms of like work when I was. But you you don't have a dusty mentality though, and that's what I'm trying to say. You know, you don't have a dusty mentality. Needing someone else attracted to the dust, even though Mm. even though I do know that. um, What was it? Uh, Where did we go? It wasn't nothing super. It was a restaurant. Okay, no. But you said that uh, you waited on and you had to leave a tip. And that's right? my point. Right. You did something more for her. You saw her differently. And did you do something more for who your wife or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's, that's my point. That's what it is. Like, that's, don't that's give me your bare minimum when I know there's a woman out here that you're going to do yeah. more the for. The same for when people want to work with you in entrepreneurship. If, if you're not willing to go all out, for for that that mentor that opportunity that woman it's a it's a mentality it's a dusty mentality all the way around so how you do one thing like my mother says is how you do everything hey this is a this is a key for somebody who's listening and especially women though like women and men stop mm-hmm. accepting the bare minimum for mm-hmm. people and making yourself believe that it's okay with you it's not okay it's not with okay you, right stop accepting it because not, okay. not only do you not deserve it. But there are men who have done. There are. (laughs) There are men. There are men who consistently do the bare minimum, and and it's not even that you're thinking when you meet somebody. Oh, let me just do the ultimate bare minimum. It's just where you were in your thinking, right? You're not that interested. You're you're you haven't reached a level of peak mentality where your brain says, hmm. Let me not be dusty this time around and do something a little average or above average. But when he met someone that he knew he had long term interest in. No Chipotle. No Chipotle. I would have. Oh, Chipotle. Chipotle. (laughs) So you got to. It's French. Chipotle is not French. I am French for Mexican food. But it's all in the context. Because yes. if, if I'm in my office, yo, I got, I got a meeting between 12 and 1. If you're going to be in the area, it's Chipotle right downstairs. Anyway, let's let's segue into, I want to know yes. this whole tax business strategy. Because I, w- I want to get super wealthy, too. Yeah. Know? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So tell, explain what tax, the stat, tax So I, I didn't really get to go into to my story, but this is what I'll say. I've been owning real estate since I was in my 20s. I'm 47. Mm. And... um. 
And my first home I bought when I was around, I think, 25, 26. I sold it. I made 100000 I sold my second home before the age of 30. Um, I made another 100000 I sold my third home. I bought it for half a million. I sold it for 700000 So I made 200000 on that deal. My fourth home I bought for about $800,000. And I lost that home when the real estate market crashed. I was a licensed real estate agent. All of my deals, everything shut down. Everything just went all the way back. But what bothered me about that was the fact that I had paid so much into my mortgage. My mortgage was over six grand because interest rates were astronomical at that time. And in addition to that, you know, I live in California, property values. It was just a lot going on, but I could afford it at that time. But I kept thinking, where the hell did all my money go? Now I I don't have the property anymore. And I wasn't used to that because. You know, for me, I had, you know, sold all of my homes. So I had, you know, very good experiences. So this very negative experience just really tainted me towards mortgages. And if you actually know the definition of mortgages, it's like the the death pledge, right? Because the average African-American, we're going to buy our homes in our 30s and 40s. So if you have a 30-year mortgage, you're not going to be able to pay that home off until you're 60, 70 years old. Where's the, the benefit in that? I mean, I get it if you're passing it down to your kids and you better have your, you know, your, your documentation in order and make sure that you're, you're actually um, your, your trust together. Um, but for me, I was just very bitter about that experience and very, you know, hurt. Like, oh, my God, you know. So when I when I, after everything, you know, got back on track after I went from being broke, broke <laughs> and got back to, you know, where I'm at, where I'm at now. I'm like, I don't want to have a mortgage unless it's beneficial to me anymore. So what's another avenue of acquiring real estate that doesn't do that to me or doesn't make me feel like that again? Right. And. Yes. And so someone was talking to me about tax deeds and I'm like what are tax deeds and so I picked the area Gary Indiana I was born in Gary let's get that understood that's why I was familiar with the area and it's close proximity to Chicago Detroit and Canada right and so I jump on a plane just randomly like I'm gonna go find out Really? I just, like, yeah, that's what I mean. Right, right. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying about people doing the least. Like, come on, don't come around me with that. I do the most. I, I go, I do whatever it takes. I got to spend my last to make my dreams happen. I don't want to hear from you if you're going to do the bare minimum. Yeah. We're not the same. Right. So I jump on a plane. I mean, blind. <laughs> I go to Chicago and I'm like, I found out where it was at. I show up like, hey, I'm at the auction. What's up? Literally like that. That's literally how I got started. I just jumped in. And when I got there, there were a couple of people there that I knew. Actually, people who follow me on social media were like, oh, my God, Nico, what are you doing? here?" I'm like, I'm buying tax liens. What's up? You know, so I meet this guy. He, you know, he was like, hey, pick out a property. I go through this binder that what they had. That? Was he fine? He ended up stealing from me. So he looked like, I you know, like a dust. thief. <laughs> he looks like a thief. <laughs> what do thieves look like? Yeah. So, um. Yeah, so he, 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 he was introduced to me by someone. Um, I bid on the property. I win the property for $500. I'm stoked. Like, I'm like, I visualize it, it was worth probably about mm, 100000 
How did you know it was worth a hundred thousand? I'm comps. So before you go, no. But no okay, so that was the sloppiness, right? <laughs> How I did it is the not what you do. Right. Don't do that. Remember, she just hopped on a plane. <laughs> I hopped on a plane and showed up and spent some money. Don't do that. This is why I have a course. <laughs> Don't do that. So um, I, I lucked up, quite honestly. It, it was it was luck because my real estate background, I saw the property. I'm like corner lot. I'm a corner lot person. My apartment complex is a corner lot. Most of my houses were corner lots. So I was a corner lot person. I saw the corner lot. The property looked decent. It looked small. It was, you know, I was looking through a binder that someone had because they had done their due diligence, which we teach in my class. They had done their due diligence, but they, they, had, they were done bidding for the day. So this was just leftovers for them. Really? Yes. So I didn't have my auction number, which you need to participate. So I used that person's auction number. And so the bid was under their name. That's how they were able to steal it from me. Wow. Because they did not assign the property back to me, which I ended up doing for my clients. And that's what I came up with my niche. Because I'm like, no one will ever have to do it again. I'll go and bid for them. And then I will assign the property like you're supposed to prior to them issuing the deed. And then the property is theirs. You know, that's kind of I I hate to touch on this, but I just have to mention that's probably the issue that's going on with Jay Morrison is that people don't have ownership. Right. They're relying on him to manage the entire transaction from beginning to end. And if they don't like it, then they gripe. Oh, he owes me money. He's a scam. But this is why with my program, the ownership is theirs. They are 100% responsible for all of it. They pick their properties. I just show them the process. I just show them the process. So, yeah, so this guy, so we go out to the property, and we're astonished. The property is like 8,000 square feet, and this area is completely blighted. So this property is in premium condition. The hardwood floors are intact. The the roof is intact. It's a corner lot. It's 8,000 square feet. And I go live on Facebook. How many other people were at this auction? Good question. There were about 30 people at this auction. And nobody bids over $500 for this $100,000 property? Nobody. They weren't even interested in it. There must have been. There, because there's thousands. There's yeah, thousands and there thousands. so many properties. There's thousands and thousands of properties. And wow. most people there got five or five to ten maybe. Mm-hmm. But but the the... The white people, <laughs> the the serious investors, they come in and they just rack up. They'd buy a hundred at a time. They'd buy a hundred at a time because what they knew that we didn't know that we know now is the area was in a redevelopment stage. So when I first started, I just wanted to we could be we could rebuild Black Wall Street. That that was my kick. I was like, where can we do it that's really inexpensive, where we can afford to get in? And that was my idea. I didn't know everything that was coming out, like Starbucks is coming there. Amazon has a facility there. The steel mill has reinvested um, thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions, I'm sorry, millions of dollars into the city. UPS is there. Um, I mean, it just all these major companies are coming. These huge investors, these REITs, these real, real estate investment trusts are coming there. They've spent $10.4 million investing in this place. Like, it's just... Overnight, it's like boom. So anyway, we go to the property. I go live on Facebook. I have like 1,500 people on my live watching me at this property. I'm jumping up and down. I'm like, I can't believe it. I'm like, I'm like, I got this house for $500. My first one. My first one. And it was like, it was insane. Like everything that I had dreamed, 
and this is why you have to go all out. <laughs> Everything that I dreamed for this opportunity to be, it became because I took the risk. I went all in. That's entrepreneurship. I went all in. You know, you guys can't half-ass it, you know? Half-ass hustling gets you half-ass paid. You know what I mean? So so when you when you buy the tax lien, so you mm-hmm. pay for $500, mm-hmm. do you own the property? You absolutely do not. So there's tax liens and there's tax deeds. So what this state is a tax lien state. Well, this county, I'll say, it's a tax lien. So you have to wait a period of time, which is called the redemption period. How long is that period? It varies from county to county, state to state. It's thousands of different example, ones. Example, for my, for Georgia is a year and a day for most counties. County? No, for mo- so most, most counties. County. Like Henry County is a, is a, a deed state, which, I mean, a deed county, which means when you bid, you get it. In Henry County. In Henry County. What's up? We riding out there today? Yeah, you was against <laughs> Ellawood earlier. You was, you was dogging Ellawood earlier. But, you know, but they don't but they don't have, you know, 15, 20,000, you know, properties right. on there it's either. So it's going to be, you know, challenging, you know. So, you know, Atlanta is a very difficult place. One of my clients went to an auction, um, the stair auction where they go to the courthouse and he brought forty thousand dollars and he got nothing. What do you mean? He got nothing. Because, you know, the, the other and investors with, with deep pockets, they come in there and they bid a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars with 40,000 like cash, to cash buy to buy and, and couldn't get anything. Wow. And this is why I start in this area, because if you're going to fail <laughs> and if you're going to do something wrong, do it with five hundred dollars on the line. Not fifty thousand. So you can get a property for five hundred bucks. Yes, you yes. Get a property for but they're but, yeah, but they're 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 not in great condition. I want you to know that I lucked up. There 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 are ones in there that you know you you will get for. I mean, diamonds in the rough. Um, but for the most part, they will need work. But still, five hundred dollars. Yeah, sure. I'm in there, yeah. and um, so anyway, this guy. Um, we did a webinar. We made about $35,000. We were supposed to split the money down. This is why I was telling you about the relationships and not just the money. Yeah, the guy who bid for me, um, we did a webinar, $35,000. He gave me $7,000. Oh, so he gave you that property. No, he never gave me the property. We did. Okay, so what happened is I bid on a property. We were waiting the redemption period. We did a webinar in the interim. We did a webinar in the interim. He didn't pay me my full issue. We got into a disagreement about that. And he said, well, I'm not giving you your property. And because he hadn't assigned it to me, I didn't know anything about assignments. I didn't know anything about tax liens. I didn't know anything about redemptions. I didn't know anything about deeds. I didn't know anything about anything. I relied on him 100% to just be honest. And it didn't happen. And so I lost. And at the time, I was very bitter. I was very frustrated. I was very angry. But now, he's helped me create a million-dollar business. <laughs> mm. So that now, I don't even talk bad about him. Like, I don't say his name or nothing because I don't even want nobody to know. Like, you know, thank you. Wow. Thank you because I turned that very hurtful situation because now I've made, I made what that property was worth in the month. Mm-hmm. Cash. So what are <laughs> right? Give us say we want to go to the auction. Say me and Donnie. Mm-hmm. We don't. Well, she probably knows something about the, the tax means. But say we want to go to the auction. Yes. What are like the the first three things to consider? 
Okay, first three, three things to consider is what is your investment strategy? So we talk about that in my course for sure. You know, are you a buy-hold person? Um, is this a short-term or long-term investment for you? Because that's going to dictate what type of properties you should be considering. You know, do you want something that you're going to have to fix up? Do you have the capital or the credit to, to do that rehab? And what are the rents in the area? Like, it's, it's, it's things to consider. Um, and how do you know, do they have like a list of houses? of things that are going to go on at the auction? Yes, they do have a list of the properties. And, and it's very, the list is not easy to review. Um, so we teach you how to review the list for the best success. Because gotcha, gotcha. So there's like, yeah, there's like 20,000 properties. <laughs> like, how do you sort through all of that? So, you know, in my class, we give you an area map. We give you a locator. We, we, I show you the best areas to, to invest in that particular area. Like, I really break it down for you to have the best success. Like, we just had um, a sale in September. My clients, if you log into my Facebook group, they're going nuts. Like, oh, my God, this is the best program ever. Oh, my God, I can't believe I won. Oh, my God, I'm bidding on this property right now. I think I'm going to win. Oh, my God, I won. Oh, my God, I lost. But it was so exciting. <laughs> like, they are going like bananas, like bananas. Because even just the experience alone. Because, as you know, one thing that no one can ever take away from you is the knowledge. So whether you win or lose, you learn. And next year, you can come back and do it again. So, Nico, there yes. are several different real estate investment strategies, right? Yes. There, um, you know, wholesaling. wholesaling mm. There's fix and flip. There's, you know, become a landlord. Yes. Um, but what I like about tax liens is yes. that it's, we can't say 100% guaranteed, but it's damn near 100% guaranteed. It's, a, it's as close no as you're going to get. Right? It is as close <laughs> as you're going to get to no risk. It's as close as you're going to get. So here's, here's, the, here's the, the lovely part about it. The lovely part about it is when you bid on a tax lien, as long as you're not dealing with someone like, oh boy. <laughs> but but in, the, in the regular process, when you bid on a tax lien, really only one of two things happens. Either you're going to win the property at the end of the redemption or the homeowner is going to come back and pay the taxes on the property and you lose the property. But you get all of your money back plus, plus interest. interest. Plus interest. Oh, so, I mean, so there's a return on your investment. There's a return on your investment either way. <laughs> either way you get a, a return. Like what 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 where else? No susu, mm -hmm. no 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 Bitcoin, no stocks, well, no no wholesaling, none of that guarantees that the time that you spend will be worth it. Right. And here's the thing, if you are seriously looking for a strategy for what to do with your money, let's say you are someone and you have $1,000, $1,500, $5,000, and you're saying, I'm going to save this money, save this money. Instead of putting it in a bank that's not going to pay you any interest, like put it year. in. Yeah, you, you get like, if you get 1% in a year. Right. Think of a new strategy, right? So people are always looking for ways to get into real estate. How right. do I get into real estate? And it's, it's not as easy to go and purchase a property with, you know, for fix and flip with $1,500. But if you have $1,500... And you can get your hands on an auction list and go to an auction. It is a much more advantageous position for Absolutely. you to put it on a tax lien, wait that redemption period, even if it is a year. Because remember, your goal was to save the money anyway. Right. right? So right. even if it is a year and then on that 366th day, you either now get a property that is worth thousands or tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars or you're in negotiation with the owner who has to pay you back what you made, what you paid 
plus interest. Plus so interest. your money is making money for you. It's not just sitting <laughs> in a bank account, chilling. And even if or in somebody's pocket. <laughs> or even if it is one of those counties where you get it immediately, I mean, I'm sure somebody in that area of real estate investor will pay an extra thousand dollars on top of that yeah yeah because um i mean there's so many different strategies with it and you know we teach them as as many of them as possible actually but um for i do have an affiliate link yeah so um and, and that link is available to to everyone but um yeah yeah <laughs> so um the 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 beauty of it is like for instance we just participated in this the, uh, the auction that just passed and my clients in what city well that's the thing that's what i'm going to tell you so i teach them the process these fools in my group, they like, men. I'm not stopping here. They started investing in Louisiana. They took my process and started taking it everywhere. And they're like, I just won. I didn't win in, in the auction with you, Nico, but I just won four lots in my city or I just won four lots here. The process is, is duplicatable in various places. You don't have to like physically go there. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you don't. But I mean, they're just taking it and running with it. There, and I'm like, I'm excited. I'm happy. Like for me, I bet on a property. I spent, I spent a, a little bit more. I spent 27,000 on the property, me and um, one of my business associates, but the property is worth 75,000. So we're, and, 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 and in that particular county, see, it just varies, right? It's only 30 days for the redemption. So either we're going to make 27, can't tell you, I tell you, and I tell you, and I, and I tell people in my program, so, um, yeah, so it was only 30 days. So we're going to put it back on the market as is, you know, real quick, better than wholesaling. We spent our money. We didn't have to go out hustling, begging people, negotiating contracts. Hey, you want this? Uh, none of that. Oh, we about to, oh, yeah. Twenty-seven thousand. Gonna put it on we there for forty. For forty-seven thousand, and then make our money, and then keep it pushing. Mm, I love it. On to the next deal. And when you have, you know, if you're playing with some real money from a high end investors, you're paying, you know, quarter million, you know, around that amount. Imagine, imagine buying 10 of those. Now you just made $200,000 in 30 days. Success story from like one of your clients, like one of your favorite stories. Oh my God, I have an amazing one. Don't ask me stuff like that. So one of my favorite clients, her name is Vanessa Braxton. She's a she's really a phenomenal black woman. And she is so team invest Gary, it don't make no kind of sense. So Vanessa actually has a background in engineering and investments. This chick is boss all the way around. She has the only black tea com- company called Black Mama Tea. She's about to go public with her company. Like, she's incredible. Um, well, we're hoping she does, actually. Um, um, she um, invested in a commercial property in Gary. So it's a tattered building. She's in Gary right now. I was going to fly back out there this week to meet with her, but I just... Uh, 
she got assignments for me, so I can't go. I got I got ish to do. So Vanessa buys this commercial property for five hundred dollars. She bought seventeen of them, all for five hundred dollars. Prime real estate. Now this is before Target started looking at the area. This is before um, Starbucks started looking at the area. Before the steel mill put the twenty million up. Before Amazon came. Before UPS came. This is just last year. Understand what I'm saying? We created a wave. Right. We created a wave. She buys this building. She gets a phone call asking her to put a 5G satellite on her building. They want to to rent her roof for fifteen thousand dollars a month. They want to. I have to say this slow. They want to rent her roof roof for five for fifteen thousand dollars a month. They don't care what condition the building is in. They only they need, the need the roof. So she's out there right now putting up a $50,000 roof <laughs> on the building. That's why she's there. She's getting the roof built out so that she can go ahead and secure that contract. That's amazing. Have you ever taken it, somebody from like Dusty? Like they join your course, Dusty. And then- Most of my clients come in Dusty. Now, what, what I mean by Dusty is they come in without any knowledge. Right, right, for sure. Not coming at you. <laughs> we're not don't be scared. Like, yeah, because she's gonna think you're dusty. We was all dust. Well, we're we're dusty. talking about dusty mindsets. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, but absolutely, uh, the majority of my clients come in without any knowledge whatsoever. Uh, I got so many newbies and first timers. Um, you know, this isn't a get rich quick scheme. This is a, an investment strategy. It sounds like, it, sounds like really it. Like, it sounds very simple. Is it as simple as it sounds? It's, it's more it, to me it's yes that's a short answer um, but there's work involved the reason why it's simple is because they have to put in the work she didn't just you know bid on whatever and however no she put in the work she was very intentional about what she wanted to invest in and that's what I say when you ask me what are the main things your investment strategy what is it that you're coming in here to do if you're looking for overnight success you might want to bring in a little bit more money because you're going to have to invest in the properties where you can have a quick turnover so if you're looking for you, the more money you put up the the better chance you'll get a better deal like the more money you put up the better it, deal, it, that for the most part, absolutely, because you're going to be competing with other investors. Because when people come into my program, you are no longer the newbie. You are you you are addressed on a daily basis as investor. So you got to get out of the the landlord mindset. And the reason why I distinguish the two is because again, an investor going to go where the money is. A landlord wants to be able to drive up and see their property. So which one do you want to be? If you're going to work with me, you need to have an investor mindset. Period. And so what that means is you're going to have to invest financially. You're going to have to invest emotionally. You're going to have to invest mentally. You're going to have to invest physically. I was out at my property in the hood with heels on, okay, (laughs) in Gary, Indiana, on the block, talking to young black men on the block about investments. I get out there. Now, they're like, why are you wearing heels? Because I don't do none of the work. You see these dudes behind me? They do the work. I ain't finna get up be out here chopping down no grass and trees. I think that's important for our people to see. It is. And it is. It is. And, you know, so I did a whole live video. Hair was, I mean, on fleek. Looked like I was doing a fashion model shoot. But, no, nah, I'm an investor. I don't have to touch nothing if I don't want to. I don't plan on That's why I pay people for it. Yeah. So, look, we got um, we, we to wrap up. The, I think what I took from this is, um, one... You're cute and thick. 
First off, then I took that most Donnie, important. Donnie's easier to get in her DM. <laughs> Nico, it's a little easier. Um, also, that uh, that this is a this is a a business that you don't need necessarily prior knowledge. You don't have to be super articulate. You don't got to have a following. It's you get the information, mm-hmm. small investment, mm-hmm. the work, and you find something. Yeah, this is this to me for newbies is definitely an entry level investment process for my more seasoned investors. This is like a gold mine for them because they is it's not nearly as much of the hustle and bustle as the other strategies that I see out there, you know, and um and it, and it, and again, it's the least risky. Yeah. I mean, that's just what it is. It's the least risky when you invest in something and you're either going to get that investment or you're going to get your money back with interest. You know, I'm, I'm waiting on a deal right now in Atlanta where I I put 20 grand in. it's been a whole year and I I can't even get my phone calls returned. That's risky. Mm. That's not a tax. Lean no, it's not. Price. That's that was a fix and flip. Exactly. Oh, are we gonna? You know. Oh, look. You know. And the property is basically done. But you know, yeah, I, I like I like with the tax lien. There's a time frame. Like with the deal that I'm that I'm dealing with. You know, there was no time frame with the tax liens. At this period of time, this is what's going to happen, no matter what. Yeah, I love it. I love it. No matter what, you know what the outcome is going to be. Well, look, we we got to wrap up. No, I so I'm going to close. I was about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't, here's, here's the thing. I, I need to take it. I don't want you to just give me. Okay. All right. So, so Donnie's going to take the close. Only because, and I, I have like a million more questions, but I got to go uh, host this event. So if you need somebody to host your event. So oh, my gosh. So, um, I'll, I'll let you close this out um, with. So I'm going to close this out. Get a motivational word together, okay? Yes. Yes. I'm I'm going to close this out because I, too, have an event to immediately go and host after this. The one I put her on. He did. He did. He shared his opportunity with me. And so we're about to kill this thing. Um, Anyway, so, guys take a lot from this and the, the the message that I want to convey like a lot of you guys or a lot of people get the shiny new toy syndrome oh, kind of like Lord. what you saw David over there doing right he was excited he was foot twitching he knows what opportunity looks like but he also said it feels like a get rich quick thing right and while you can definitely make money and earn money back from this, I want you definitely. to understand that there is still work involved. You still have yes. to do some sort of due diligence. But if you are someone who is cash strapped and you have just a little bit of money and you're trying to save, like we, especially in the African-American community, have to get out of the mindset of we're going to put our money in the bank. Mm-hmm. The bank actually takes the money that you put into their facilities and they reinvest your money in tax liens. They, they reinvested in tax liens. They reinvested into universities. They reinvested into, you know, they wherever do. they want to reinvest and they make money off of your money. It is time for us now to start receiving information like this and realizing, you know what? I do have five hundred dollars. I do have seven fifty and stop feeling like you don't have enough to make a move. This woman has just shown us how we can make moves with five hundred dollars. I know that. You know, there are people who have made a move on $100. So 
there are we're eliminating excuses on on the sure. Donnie and David podcast. We are eliminating excuses of I don't know how, I don't have enough, I don't have an idea. Mm-hmm. Hit Nico. We're going to make sure her IG is on the video so and that you guys can. And our affiliate yes. link is below. And our affiliate Let me find out y'all went to her directly and didn't get Let me find out. But we're working together now on um, really just revving up the program. Like her program yes. already is, is really serious, but we're going through a transitional moment where we're really, in, you know, creating a lot of a lot more impacts. So you've many got, goodies. You've got some members. She's got membership so many goodies. where you can stay plugged into her uh, already month to month and really get those nuggets. And then there's a VIP program that is coming for her heavy, li- her, her heavier lifter lifting investors. I'm at the top of the year. So now is your time to really consider this as a viable option for you. I am. I know David is like, we're on this. You just give us yes. the play and we're going to run it and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about it. But Nico, just close us out with, you know, so, never. so here, here, so here, how to find you, how, do they find you? how to find me is at Nico Cherie everywhere. Not Nico Cherry fellas, Nico Cherie, spell that for N E K O C H E R I on Instagram. Facebook is where you'll find me most, but I'll be cussing on Facebook. But if you want to be more professional, just go look at me, <laughs> look for me on LinkedIn, okay. <laughs> YouTube. You know, I'm, I'm pretty much everywhere. Even TikTok. I did a TikTok video. Okay. It's very interesting. Yeah, I was lit. I even danced, kind of. Um, so, I don't get the feeling that you can dance. Oh, I can get down. You can dance? Oh, for sure. You can dance. You do? I'm like that. I'm, I'm, I'm both of them. Because it just seems like her personality. Maybe it don't look all too good. But. Yeah. Okay, you go okay. watch my TikTok video and vote. <laughs> um, yeah, so so here here's the quote that, that I'm going to um, leave you guys with. If you're not succeeding, there's either two things happening. Either you're doing the right thing wrong or the wrong thing right. That's it. You are either doing the right thing wrong or the wrong thing right. Like I'm doing the right yes. thing, but I'm not I'm not necessarily doing it wrong, but it most definitely can be improved upon um, for me to succeed at the level that I want to. So there it is. Yes, guys. So go and find my client. <laughs> uh, people, you know, this is this is the best kind of social proof. I just love it. Yeah. I just love it. We'll let yeah. you just play some social proof next time. But, uh, it, is, well, it has been absolutely amazing. Don't forget to comment and uh, start giving us some ideas. What, who do you want to hear from? What kind of industries do you want us to talk about? And what kind of topics do you want us to cover? Oh, I do have one last thing. This is a question people always ask. What is the minimum that I should have to invest? I would say if you really want to get into this game, 2500 2500 Most of my clients do um, can get in for less than that, but to you know give you some wiggle room. Yeah, okay. $2,500. Right. It is. Listen, make, make sure you follow us, okay? Share this with somebody, all right? We are out here. Bye, guys. Thanks so much for listening. We value your time. And that's why we want to give you the best sounding, best produced quality of content we possibly can. And this podcast you've been listening to has been edited and produced by yours truly. I'm Donald The Voice. I'm a 10 year voiceover artist, narrator and production specialist that wants to see only the best life giving, equipping 
and long-lasting content be produced to help others. So if you have commercial, video editing, or other production needs, I'd love to talk with you. That's right. Visit DonaldTheVoice.com and hit the contact page to talk about how we can work together to bring your content to life. Okay, so you're not an email person. Well, you can also contact me on Instagram at DonaldTheVoice or on Facebook.com forward slash DonaldTheVoice. I'm looking forward to talking to you. Ah, spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about. In your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. So your weekly grocery run can feel even more productive. And that morning coffee can taste like a little victory. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities to get lower rates on loans, like for a new ride or finally having a home to call your own. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime's Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details.